lot of people uh, ask us everywhere we go if we're really brothers. I ain't lying this time. We're actually twins. When Daddy seen us laying there little babies the first time, Daddy said, you might ought to think about drowning that ugly one. That's how come he learned to swim before I did. <laughs> first time Daddy picked him up, looked at him, said he went, ooh, Lord, he's got my smile. <laughs> Mom said, you need to turn him over. <laughs> Welcome to the Mailbag. What is a um, big, huge weekend of racing. Massive weekend of racing. We're headed to Bendigo in Victoria. I don't know where we're headed in, in uh, WA. I assume Ascot and probably Eagle Farm or something in Queensland. Curly, Pistol and myself will do our best to uh, find you a winner and maybe make you laugh. Curls, how are you? Really well, Jack. Um, oh, this week, with all the racing washed out in Queensland, I've decided to go on somewhat of a spiritual journey of enlightenment and self-discovery <laughs> by reading two books in two days, cover to cover. Well, Dallas Baker reached out, didn't he? Uh, um, yeah, I've had a few. I've had a number of people contact me and say, "Guide me, O wise one." Um, <laughs> Outstanding for you, Jack. Pistol, uh, still what? just waiting to uh, venture yourself back. You've, you've the, the, the brain sort of, the, the chemicals are back in alignment and getting ready to head over to Perth to do your best to damage them again. Um, we see you leave for Perth this afternoon or early tomorrow. We've got Mounting Yard Mail partners live from Ascot. How many meetings will you cover Mounting Yard Mail? Uh, no idea, as many as I can. Get on board, support the great man. He was airborne yesterday. Beautiful, beautiful work. Oh, stiff too not to land that monstrous thing in the last. It, it was there, thereabouts, just to the sort of last 50 metres, and the thing that sat behind us got us. You're flying, um, and you're literally flying home. Excited? If I say no, that would be truthful. If I say yes, that would be very pleasing to my family and friends. So, yes. If you see Peter on the on the plane, make sure you reach out and go and have a chat to him. He's a very, very social guy. Uh, <laughs> Curl's been a big week in racing, um, more so off the track because there hasn't been anything happening on it. Chris Munts, the Munsty. Talk me through it. Talk yes, the uh, through it. So Munsty's in a bit of strife. Uh, he pled guilty to a race day treatment charge where he's needled Lady Brahmos on race morning and copped three months. Media reports... Last night and this morning, whether he was going to appeal the severity of that um, of that punishment, which I find kind of strange because, like a breach, a pleading guilty of a, a breaching race day treatment rule would sort of suggest an automatic penalty, um, surely, like time off. Um, I mean, obviously he's wants to protect his livelihood, whatever else, and try and get a downgrade to do a suspended sentence or a, um, a fine of some description. But you'd anticipate for, you know, for integrity uh, matters like this, that race day treatment would be sort of like time off. I suppose what, essentially you'd assume he's just got nothing to lose by appealing. Well, yeah, I suppose you haven't. And that's the process in Queensland where you can appeal and 
continue on a stay of proceedings and and with the process in Queensland that appeal may be heard sometime before 2025 yeah um, and it just gets it gets worse down here in Victoria with um I'm not sure of his name but um it's 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 not been a good week for stewards in Victoria and I believe the one that's been caught or you know not caught but done something a bit outside of the regulations is the bloke who like hides in trees and you know, Kat, like Matty Stewart on RSN said, this is the guy that caught Smurden. So he's one of the ones who was getting his hands real dirty to keep the, the sport as clean as it could be kept. So could be an interesting couple of months ahead down here. Interesting one in Victoria there. That like it's um, it's kind of a technicality, but at the same time, you know, he's from what I understand from the reports, he's... You know, you're not meant to talk to other witnesses about the case where he has been using burner phones and the like to communicate with other witnesses. Um, the, yeah, the, but you know, I suppose it's kind of like it's kind of like corner is a technicality, but it's kind of like Gotham City. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you play by the rules, you're never going to get them. It's got to be a bit of Batman action. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't mind that analogy. I'm not. I'm not going to urban dictionary Batman action, but um, <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> anyway, there's no point that stewards or participants or anyone else involved in the sport should think that it's um, that it's all sunshines and ro- lollipops and rainbows everywhere. <laughs> in the words of our old pappy, we're just eager, think we're happy. Nothing seems to bother us at all. Bendigo, Saturday meeting at Bendigo, big prize money day, Peter. Um, let's get through this nice and quick because I'm hurting here. That was frustrating, but that song makes me happy. <laughs> laugh and smile. So we're going to start with race six, which is the Bendigo St. Ledger, 2,200 metres for the three-year-olds. Some nice, uh, slightly progressive ponies here. Um Three that I like and I want to back, and and one that I don't love, but the market did early. Um, the first horse is Salto Angel for D O'Brien and D Lane. Now D Lane, J Carr, and maybe John McNeil, three of the stronger riders there on Saturday. Some of the big boys headed to Sydney for that prize money. Um, so there's no Pike who dominated this same setup last weekend at Mornington. So. Expect a big day, or they'd be hoping for a big day, D-Lane, J-Car, or uh, Jai. J-Car rides Alloway here for Mick Price and Kent Jr., and Jai rides Lequiro for Miss C. Alderson. Now, they're the three horses I like. They're the three best jockeys there riding on Saturday. Lequiro was awful, awful. Um, a couple, like last start, which was... A while ago at Sandown, almost a month ago behind Lofty Star, it just sort of looked like it had enough. It's gone and trialed and trialed absolutely enormous. What it did at Mornington and Flemington before that failure was elite. Um, it's only had the three starts. It looks the most progressive of the bunch and I think is the main way to play this race. I think from barrier number six, Joy can sort of do whatever he wants to do. Salto Angel's a nice horse on its day. I think Sacred Falls, I, I think it'll improve or it'll enjoy 
the softer track, which it's likely going to see at Bendigo on Saturday. Barrier 15 is a big concern, but D-Lane you know, should be able to overcome that on a, on a decent pony. And then there's Alloway, who's been... It ran second to Laquiro at $9 with Zara on it at Flemington. Then it's gone to Hobart. Now it's back here. I think this horse is going to get a good run from Barry and I with Jay Carr. Uh, it's shown some tactical speed, probably more tactical speed than the other two, so I expect it sits closer in run than those two. And uh, I want to build a position around it as well. Focusing on Aloha and Laquiro, something small, Salto Angel at the big price. Um, I think Bel Toro's a horse with some ability, but Jack Hill from Barrier 14, and it's been up a little while, I'm happy to sort of risk at this point in time. And the other horse, which is I found really interesting, um, was this Princess Reigns, number 12. Don't know if I said that right. I probably didn't. Will Price rise for P. Moody. Um, this one... This beat knocked off uh, and was well back to do so. Salto Angel at Ballarat recently. Um, very lightly raced. Hard to gauge. Open short. Slightly drifted already. Um, I reckon it's going to find its right price soon. be fascinating what the market does with it on Saturday. Uh, outside of that, if you've got any questions, Curls or Pete, it's a very interesting race and there's plenty of horses you could talk about here. Yes, I'll have a, have a question regarding uh, Marchi Brave. Um, probably more so around his trainer. Goes all right. Um, Julius, the doctor, Sandow. Um, was it Julius the doctor, Irving, wasn't it? He's uh, He has a lifetime, like, positive ROI. Yeah, I think lifetime. he's constantly under-appreciated, under, um, and I think he... Don't quote me on this. Do all this. Do your own research here, but I think... And uh, doesn't really affect me, so I don't know. But I, I think he might work pretty closely with Mick Kent, senior. Okay. So, well, he's training at a, he's training at like he's trained like ten winners in his last fifty. He's like double figures positive ROI, and yeah, I just didn't know whether just going on trainer stats and who's in form this bloke is. What is his horse any hope? Uh, I, I'd say no, but. Will put itself into the race. He's drawn really well. Um, yeah. It, it, it was it was next to Grand Slam and dropped at Mooney Valley, but that was a pretty decent race. Well, that was yeah. the Cafe Tortoni's and the horse we will not mention was in that race. You know, some of the more talented stayers in this state. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it wasn't the elite stayers. Dennis Pagan's horse didn't, didn't run, but... Um, Apart from that, some of our better stayers were here. Dennis, Dennis's horses, are they in work during the footy season while he's coaching? Or yeah, no, he, he actually came to Sandown and had a horse, and he sat like a metre in front of us, but we're not allowed to go down and watch them parade. That is, of course, Peter. What 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 would make you be allowed as a, as a member of the public, a punter, a funder, to go down and watch the horses parade on the other side? Uh... Do you mean like if you're an owner? Well, I think there was two old blokes who just got free, <laughs> free passes because they noticed they came up. If you normally if you got through to that side, you'd keep your head down and sort of hide, you know. Oh, I'm gonna go, gonna go have a bet. I'm gonna have a bet. He came up looking for the tote. Yeah, they didn't have laptops. That was the big difference, yeah, wasn't it? That's what it is. If you have a laptop. <laughs> you're one of them. Anyway, 
Only one more to go there at Sandown where they herd us like cattle. Anything else in this race, Peter? No, 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 not, not at all. I'm more interested in race eight, the Golden Mile. Oh, am I, actually. I've done, done a little bit of work on this race. Will you kick us off? No, you go. I'll, I'll ask the question. Um, Queensland's favourite horse was going down there. Well, the candy man. <laughs> I like sorry, very much. Sorry, second, but Queensland's favourite horse was the Herovian was Queensland's favourite two weeks ago. This yeah, week, a... this week it's the candy man. Queensland is very parochial. They cheer any horse that goes south of the border. What about the uh, the, the avocado? Um, well, this because of the connection to the avocado. It's not Queensland's favourite horse. I think most people most people probably don't mind the horse. Just the blokes that are in it, they probably don't like. Um, uh, anyway, back to Bendigo. Right, I, I want to. Interest, I'm interested in your opinion on the Candyman. Can't win. And also on Ironclad, the 14. Uh, cheering it for um, one of the, the blokes with the most vicious slices uh, in golf, Matt Barker. Um, hopefully this horse goes a lot straighter than his fucking ball flight. But uh, very, very good on debut. Hasn't run a big time, but on the up and uh, with the right stable in the right silks to continue to improve uh, the, the further it gets. Cannot knock anything it's done so far. Drawn to get a really good run there from five. Um, I was actually out with Barker recently and he said he just pestered and pestered and pestered J Carr at a function until she agreed to ride this horse. So well done to him for getting J Carr to ride. Um, no doubt heavily influenced by living with Peter and his obsession with her. Um, hope I, can that to, I can tell you something to back that up. There's absolutely no shock that she relented because he is a gold medalist at being a pest. Oh yeah, yeah. Once he gets the yeah, yeah, once he starts, yeah, it doesn't stop. There's no stopping. Should see him on a golf course. Um, anyway, what do I like here? I thought all two hoying. Fresh. Everyone getting a massive price. This horse is like a, just a trier uh, in a race full of numbers. I think we're gonna get a huge price. It. It'll drift, and I thought High Stranger, the 13, um, at top, goes well this track. Beautiful little barrier. Um, can just be right near Ironclad, and the other thing I half-liked was Platoon. I was wondering what Pete thought about it. I thought the race was really, really tricky and a shitty race to bet into, but it's obviously the big, big race on the card, so we're going to talk about it. What about the map with... Does it go across? Like, does Kenya find the fence first, and it go across with, or what's the what's the setup? I think I think surreal image kicks up, so there's good speed here. So Kenya and all two Hoying have to have to use a bit of petrol, but I, I think Kenya has to go forward. Um, it is with a new yard, so there's a little bit of like if it doesn't go forward, you wouldn't be shocked, but I think it does, and he just comes across with it. I see um, the Kyneton nose bands off Kenya because it's running at Bendigo. So. <laughs> Sorry, I, don't, I had that. That just made me laugh. Uh-huh. Anything? Anything? The um, the Moroni horse. 
uh, what's it called? English King. Coming oh, here. fascinated. And uh, we will have mounting up mail for each and every race at Bendigo. Uh, from our, our teammate, our man, uh, Jackson Oldham, will be uh, filling in for us. My prices, his yard will be on the phone for each and every race, giving you the betting advice, but he'll be doing the yard himself. Um, he spent every meeting I've been back since COVID next to me. Um, really excited for him on Saturday. And that's one of the bigger horses to focus on, isn't it? Because I saw a little article somewhere or a tweet sort of referencing Russian Camelot and this horse. If it looks like Russian Camelot, it'll be a bet, obviously. Yeah, some key, there's a few key gear changes amongst a few of these too. Yeah, well, big mm. prize money day, you know. Yeah, isn't that why this is such a weird race? It's a mile, like, and there's how many stays in this race? I mean, they're... yeah, that, that that's why I think you can sort of focus on the the, the high strangers of the yeah. of the race. Like, you you look through the race. And you kind of assume it's about a 2,500-meter race. Like mm. when you look at all the horses in it. So I think there's a huge opportunity for something outside the market to win this race. I think it's a lot of... like, It sets up like a pistol delight, this race, because Pistol dropped a little pearl last week that he likes a stayer resuming that has trialed well. Yeah, he does. He likes. He dropped that pearl last week on the show. Yeah, there's a few more little... Uh, shall we say you, you need a, a decent oyster pre- to produce a good pearl and that uh, that pearl requires a really good oyster if that makes sense there's a few little bits that you need to shine up to get going there otherwise you just end up with something that tastes and looks disgusting um, well I'll tell you what might taste and look disgusting is number five, number three Skyward this is a great sort of uh, tester for Australian trainers who can send an import backwards. This is his first proper preparation for Busson and Young. Um, it came over and was pretty well backed and right in the market to win the Geelong Cup and then went to the McKinnon Stakes and was gapped by Arcadia Queen. Now it's freshened up into this. It's an exciting narrative to this race. There's lots of narrative around this race. Just don't think it's actually that good a betting race. Yeah. I think the track play is going to be key here as well. You mentioned Platoon earlier. It's going to be much better suited back at a mile. A lot of these aren't really milers, but where does it get to and run? Same can be said for Rock. Uh, agree, High Stranger. We've sort of followed that the last couple of starts with Pike on board. I, I can't go past... I mean, Ironclad's done nothing wrong. It just needs to reproduce the thing that it's done. Every start so far this prep, those Morphophil figures are pretty good. Yep. It's been like get going right through the line. The horse has been feeling really well, and as long as he travels all right, he's still okay. Come Bendigo Day, uh, I think he starts shorter than this. And I can confirm that um, we will have a weatherman out there too on Saturday morning, and we'll get another weather update from the, the Sots Trots. How's the uh, like? I want to. I'd love to see this Ironclad here off a good tempo, a strong sixteen hundred, which I think he'll get. I think he's got heaps to give. I think. Yeah. Figures that he's tossed up could double quite yeah. easily. I'm hundred percent with you. Yeah. What price do you think it starts? I think he starts closer to three dollars. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. As long as there's not something funky happening with the track, I mean, he just maps to bait. He's been jumping well. He can put himself into the first. <laughs> Tell you said he just masturbates. Oh. 
I, I didn't hear that either. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> well, cut out for me just when you said master. Mate. Oh, well, he's a gelding anyway, so he won't have to worry about that. Oh. Anyway. He's $4 and... Like he's four dollars, and like you say, like depending on the variable there is the is Bendigo the track, you know what happens, how it plays, weather. Well, I think however the track plays, Rock's going to get out just because of that map. Yep. It's an That's awful the... barrier. Like it's just no good for that horse. I think all two Hoying gets out and can be nibbled. I think um, I reckon Gallic Chieftain could start two hundred to fair, and you need to have just a a click on it. What price the Candyman start? It's like it's actually like fourteen, fifteen dollars. Thirties. Fat like really interested to see what the market does with Ironclad and especially uh, English King. Because sometimes these imports like fuck, they just hemorrhage late, like it's just, it's an enormous go. So this Ironclad's a really exciting import, but maybe maybe English King's a superior import, and they all and the. the the people who know, know. I'll just point out, Will Clark in the last 50 starts, 15 winners. 50, uh, 15 winners out of 50, and he's had another 10 run second or third. I, I and think. he does train a lot of winners, yeah. a good strike rate of winners in Victoria too. It's not just yeah. like a SA thing, that. Exactly. I, I think the market's going to come for that thing. Yeah. Anyway. Your best take $4 now, I suppose. Just pause. Just hit pause, can you? Hang on. <laughs> First time Daddy picked him up, looked at him, said he went, "Woo, Lord, he's got my smile." Mama said, "You need to turn him over." <laughs> In the words of our old pappy, we're just eager to think we're happy. Nothing seems to bother us at all. Sweet curls. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. <laughs> had me. I've had my. Anything else we should talk about? We want to go talk about anything in Queensland or WA? Well, we could probably just move to Queensland as quickly. Yep. Let's do it. Well, just while we're travelling, I'll play a little bit of music for us to listen to on the drive up, if you like. Yeah. Here we go. Can you hear this? Yeah. I haven't set this up very well, have I? Anyway, cut that out. Hang on. <laughs> We're not cutting anything. Except that. G'day, punters, and welcome to the Queensland Preview. <laughs> Doom and racing this week uh, <laughs> the Metropolitan meeting on the card. You're not going to make anyone squeal like a pig, are you? Um, that's a Queensland thing too, I believe. <laughs> the Queensland State of Origin move, didn't it? No, a cricketer. Queensland cricketer was going to... Hompaw. Hompaw. Making him squeal like a pig. Sit on his chest and squeeze his guts out his ass or something. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Metropolitan Racing uh, Doombin this Saturday in Queensland. Um, it's a difficult, well, not difficult. You approach meetings the best way you think uh, you should. And this is like two weeks since that um, that Gold Coast Saturday meeting for Jewel Day, which the track was basically like running on a fountain of Gorilla Grip super glue. Um, it's like it was horrible. Some horses didn't handle it, some did. So I've just completely penned all form out of that meeting. Um, and then so, which leaves me with horses that have got, had some Eagle Farm runs, which is going to be a completely different proposition. We know the Eagle Farm track profile, which is uh, has its fair share of conjecture around it. So we're going to see a few of these horses that are going to be on a like really heavy track at Doombin, depending on what the weather does. But it's really heavy now, and totally different proposition to what they're, you know, what might have been. So the trick here is going to be looking a little bit deeper. Uh, and finding those horses that are going to be suited to the conditions and be very forgiving of the ones that have failed at either Doom, at, Eagle, at either Eagle Farm or that Gold Coast meeting. So I think my play at this stage, if the track stays in the heavy range, I'm going to be looking to play small and wide on horses that have that the market's <laughs> been harsh on, uh, that I'm going to be prepared to forgive them for Gold Coast and or Eagle Farm failures and dig right back through form to find the horses that have have, uh, prepared, have pre- performed pretty well this this uh, this track and, and the setup of Saturday's conditions. And uh, I think that's going to be the best play and try and try and stay clear of uh, betting up on the obvious here and um, stay out wide just because of all those factors that I've mentioned there. So you're looking uh, for horses that weren't suited last start that might be suited going forward this start that the market might have missed. Absolutely. I like it. Absolutely. Small and wide will be the play. I haven't done a, like, I honestly haven't done a hell of a lot, um, you know, to be sort of tipping in, into a few things. There's one horse in particular that I probably could mention. Um, um, i just got to remember what race it's in, actually. <laughs> have a look here. Sorry about this. I was um, going to say, thinking music. That's what we're going to edit out with every time we say something inappropriate on today's show. In race five, we get to see uh, the return to Queensland of Vanna Girl, who, who was a really good horse to us over the last Brisbane Carnival and went south and sort of gets back here on the home, on you know, back to the home state that she resumes, has been sort of saved off that gluey track at the coast for, for this week. Um, <coughs> we'll feel that. We see a couple of uh, David Van Dyke runners on the car with the... Either the first up or the 28-plus day setups, which, uh, which we know and love. And um, race six was another race that interests me as a, a couple of horses in form sort of all... Uh, colliding here and um, uh, there's one there that we're on big last start that disappointed and sort of attributed to um, me being one step closer to the mental hospital is the move. Um, oh, hospital, the move. Not again. Uh, yeah, look, it's there. It's got Jay Byrne on this time, but it's got gate 11 and it's got the blinkers again after resuming with blinkers off after a couple of 
quite trials, you know, to get it to settle. And it settled really well last start. Uh, so well, in fact, that it got beat five lengths because it settled about 15 off them. So, <laughs> <laughs> settled beautifully, but like, um, see, we'll see what's left in the field and we'll see how the track's playing by that time of the day. But that's a horse of interest because I think it's got stacks. I think it's got enough ability. But it's just a matter of whether I want to go back to that dark place. Um, okay. Very good. That's Queensland. That's been Bendigo. Mounting out mail from Mascot. I'll be doing my best work there on track, I'm sure. Outside of that, we've got uh, the Pope. And we've got the Logical One and the Mug dishing up the best in the sporting world. What about the Pope's, the, about the Pope's the Pope? going at 31% profit on turnover punters? That's enormous information. Um, astute. We're already on at good overs again heading into this weekend. Um, it's cheap as chips. It makes rugby league watchable. Um, and uh, the same goes for the AFL stuff. Support the content so we can uh, keep this the, keep this ship rolling along. We have to give him the hog pile. Okay? So, <laughs> keep that shit up. We're going to squash the guts out your ass. <laughs> oh, I lost it. <laughs> 